Yes, and welcome back. Uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm sitting in for the Sons of Thunder while they attend the unveiling of the statue of our Blessed Mother on the dome of the chapel of St. Mary Central High School in Bismarck, North Dakota. They will be back momentarily. But in the meantime, uh, we have a special guest, uh, Father Jeff Epler from the uh, Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity uh, from Grafton, North Dakota. He's leading a campaign to pray 9,000 rosaries for his small town and is also in the process of becoming a priest for the Diocese of Fargo. Uh, how is the Lord moving mountains in Jeff, uh, Father Jeff's uh, heart, both for his people and his priesthood? That's what we would like to ask. And welcome to the show, Father Jeff. Thanks for being with us. Well, thank you. Good to be here. Yes, and uh, how's the weather in Grafton right now? Are you in Grafton? I am, and it is uh, a little chilly, overcast, and uh, eh, it ain't summer. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't summer, but we'll take uh, any time the wind isn't blowing and it's not snowing in the mid-November, we'll take that. So, well, Father, uh, yes, uh, Father, thanks for being on the air with us this morning. Can you tell us a, a little bit about yourself? Well, let's see, I... I am a convert to the faith. I grew up Methodist, and I converted in college um, in Springfield, Missouri. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. And um, back in 1999, I joined the Society of Our Lady of Most Holy Trinity, and I've been a priest for 16 years, been with the Order for 20. And so um, now I'm, I'm here in Grafton. I served uh, most of my priesthood here in North Dakota, my order had sent me to the um, Eternal Mountain Indian Reservation in Belcourt, in North Dakota. And so I served native for pretty much most of my priesthood. And from now on, I'm here in Grafton, at least for the next six years. That's okay. kind of it in a nutshell. All right. Well, what a what a successful, and thank you for your so, answering, yeah. the, answering the call to serve, Father. And... Um, you know, let's give your uh, parish a plug there in Grafton. What's the name of your parish? Uh, my parish is St. John the Evangelist. Okay. Yeah, which, uh, I have to admit, I'm happy about that, because John is the favorite of the four Gospels for me, and uh, it is close, near, and dear to, to my heart, particularly as John uh, got to rest upon the heart of Christ, and, and I have a devotion to Sacred Heart. My birthday falls in St. Margaret Mary Alico, so I've had a devotion to Sacred Heart for a long time, so John is a uh, a special gift for me in that sense as a good patron here. Oh yeah, um, that, and of course he's close to Our Lady, and can't go wrong with Our Lady. Amen, amen. What a beautiful story, and uh, uh, yeah, you have a great parish there. I know some of your dedicated parishioners. Uh, now, uh, there's a couple things we uh, we we'd like to discuss this morning. Let's uh, let's start with your campaign to pray. Am I reading this right, Father? Nine thousand rosaries for. Your town of Grafton, North Dakota. What's the uh, what's the story behind this? Well, when I got here in the end of June, uh, there was a youth committee that had been set up for I think a month, two months before that, a couple months, and uh, they were they were talking about what to do, you know, for our youth here. And one of the ladies on the committee brought up, well, let's do a rosary campaign and let's do like a, like nine thousand rosaries for conversion of Grafton. I'm like, ooh. I like that. Mm. And so we started planning that out, and we got, you know, gobs of pamphlets. We, we 
couple thousand rosaries we acquired, and so then we kicked off the campaign uh, the first weekend of August, and uh, it has been fruitful. Um, since mm. August, we have mm, around 6,500 rosaries prayed already wow. uh, for the conversion of Grafton, of our town here. Wow. And, um, I mean, you can't go wrong with rosary. You know, Our Lady of Fatima, you know, pleaded with us <laughs> to pray for it, otherwise horrible things would happen. Well, these horrible things have happened because we didn't pray like we should. And so uh, Our Lady, um, she's extremely powerful and influential through the rosary, and and so we want our town converted to Christ, bottom line. So you can't go wrong with going to Mama. Indeed, indeed. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there anything uh, magic about the uh, number 9,000? Is that the population of Grafton, I'm just guessing? or uh, How did you come? <laughs> so, you know, I've had a lot of people ask me that question. They're actually like, why 9,000? I'm thinking, well, first off, why not? Because actually when, when we talked about that number on our committee, they're like, yeah, why, why 9,000? I'm like thinking, well, why not? But then when you look at the history of our church, the first uh, prolonged prayer of the church was nine days of, of prayer waiting for the Holy Spirit, you know, the first novena. And so you just take that nine and you add on 3,000, know, three more zeros now in the Trinity, and you got 9,000. We figure it's a, it's a more, it's a greater novena uh, for, uh, for Grafton. And so it, you have its biblical roots in that sense. Um, uh-huh. It's basically a novena prayer, and we, we need it, you know, we need it. Amen. And uh, uh, how are you seeing the people respond, uh, 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 Father? You've mentioned that uh, thus far you've prayed, wow, 5,500 rosaries since August, and you're well on actually, your way. Yeah, we, we are, and actually tack on another 1,000 is actually 6,500. <laughs> so wow. I, I am... I am, like, amazed, because I, I gave it a year time span, um, and people just embrace this. Um, I, I didn't expect people to embrace it as quickly, but they have, and they they have prayed a lot, and it's awesome. Um, one of the things that we are including in this is prayer for the kids, and so any kids from uh, 18 years under who pray 100 rosaries, and we keep track of the, the kids and their names and, and how many they've prayed, because um, then they get a gift, and the gift that they get is a sword, believe it or not. And mm-hmm. um, and it's because then at 100 groceries, they officially become a prayer warrior, and so they actually get a sword uh, to symbolize Beautiful. that, that prayer warrior-ness. And un- we only have one kid who so far has done 100 groceries, <laughs> okay? But hopefully uh-huh. we have some, you know, most of next year, too. So hopefully we can get some more that are little prayer warriors going on there for the kingdom. Yeah, what a wonderful, wonderful uh, effort by the folks in, in Grafton. I'm sure our Blessed Mother is is uh, uh, smiling down on that community with uh, uh, with a lot of joy. And, uh, you know, sh- obviously she will be close uh, to that to community for their efforts in, uh, in their prayers. So uh, this is... Uh, uh, this is a great story. This is a, a wonderful story, and uh, as we, uh, as you proceed through the year, Father, you may get to, you may get to twenty thousand rosaries by the time the year comes. Uh, by the year, uh, by the by the end of the year, not the end of this calendar year, but by next August. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you know, that would be awesome. You know, uh, 
we, we kind of have a little little phrase for this is uh, saving souls one beat at a time. Uh, and uh, we can, more for the kingdom, and more souls we can save through our prayer, the, the better. Online. Uh, yeah, amen. 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 And uh, what a what a nice... Uh, what a nice uh, uh, effort to uh, step into the season of Advent with uh, this prayer effort. That's true. That's a great preparation for this season, for the, the coming of the, of the Christ child, the Incarnation. Um, you know, obviously Our Lady is instrumental <laughs> in that whole mystery of our salvation. And, uh, and the hope is, is that we, through this prayer effort, that we can get more people involved also in our Eucharistic Adoration Program, which we have started. That started uh, just, I think, maybe two months before I got here. Mm -hmm. So we have about 50 50 hours a week of people praying from both sacraments. And so uh, I know this next year we're really going to be making a push even more for that particular um, devotion to our Lord, Uh, because devotion to Our Lady and the Eucharistic mystery are Mm -hmm. intimately connected. You just really can't have one without the other and without it without something lacking, and so we need both. Um, so I'm hoping that one of the fruits of our rosary campaign, of course, is the conversion of people to the faith, because, well, that's across the board, not just here, but, you know, the majority of Catholics aren't practicing their faith, and mm-hmm. so we're hoping that this will help. Yes, for the grace moving in their hearts to bring them back, but also the ones who are already uh, practicing their faith to be able to spend at least an hour a week with Jesus in adoration, who is... Uh, the one that Our Lady adores. So, hopefully, that'll be one of the fruits of this. Oh, in, indeed, Father. Uh, uh, this is uh, so uh, heartwarming, and the spirit is truly moving in the community of Grafton, North Dakota. Folks, uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm your host for a while until the Sons of Fun- Thunder. Uh, a return from the special event going on here at St. Mary's Central High School. We have the unveiling of the Blessed Mother's statue on top of the dome of the uh, new chapel at St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck, North Dakota. Bishop Kagan is here to uh, bless the statue, and uh, it is a, a stunning sight. So if you have a chance to stop stop, stop in to uh, uh, St. Mary's Central High School, you'll be glad you get it. It is uh, a sight to see. Um, I'm here visiting with uh, Father Jeff Epler, the pastor of St. John the Evangelist in Grafton, North Dakota. Another thing that we'd like to talk about uh, is your priesthood, Father. You were ordained a uh, society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity, but now you are in the process of becoming a diocesan priest uh, of Fargo. Is that correct? Um, That is correct. Um, Who would have figured, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Not not me. (laughs) 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 Yeah, the Lord is uh, definitely full of surprises. Yes, I I joined the Society of Our Lady, uh, what we call SOLT for short, S-O-L-T. S-O-L-T. Yep, back in 99. And in 99, when I first uh, joined with my aspirancy, we call it the first beginning stages of all that, um, I was sent to North Dakota, to the reservation in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. And then um, I went into the um, novitiate and became a formal brother. And then I was sent back again a year later uh, for a little while. And then after I became priest in 2003, uh, I served in Texas for a few years, and then 
then they sent me back to North Dakota. <laughs> and so, okay. mm-hmm. uh, in the end of 2005, I was up in Belcourt again. And then I shifted down to Dunfeet, which is on the other mm-hmm. end of the reservation, in the west part of the reservation. And I was uh, the administrator of the parish there for five years. And then, then they sent me to Belize. I was in Belize for a year and a half. And then sent me back up to Belcourt. I'm to be a pastor in Belcourt. And then uh, I was there until 2017. And meanwhile, uh, what had happened when I was in Dunfeet, uh, I started to get this desire for the diocese here, which, you know, I did not expect that. <laughs> okay. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to worry about that. You know, I, I belong to the order, and uh, and I love the, the charism of the order, which is uh, you know, our, our Lady, you know, Marian Trinitarian spirituality, you know, community life, and we have sisters, and we have all that. And so I've really enjoyed that. And, but then uh, the desire to, to look in the diocese kept growing, and I'm like, no, no, no. Um, but then when I was pastor in Belcourt, it was, you know, it got to the point where every day on my mind, Looking to join diocese, I'm like, like, you know, what's going on here? So after uh, after I left Belcourt, I pondered it for a number of months, and then then uh, I was sent out to Seattle to serve our mission out in Seattle. And while I was there, the Lord kept putting on my heart strongly, "Look, you have got to look in the diocese." I'm like, all right, fine. I mean, because like every day, so I'm like, all right, fine. So I contacted the bishop here, and if you well. At least be interested <laughs> uh-huh. in looking at becoming a diocese, and he was he was very happy to, to look into that. And I talked to my order about that, and, and they gave me permission to to discern that. So I came back to the diocese here, and I was assigned in president for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, and I lived; I was released of, of certain obligations to my order, so I could live like a Dawson priest for a year to to discern if that's what God was really calling me to. Um, the Dawson priesthood is a bit different than religious order. Um, mm-hmm. and you don't have the the overt community life you would with religious order. You don't have the, the shared spirituality amongst all the other priests as you would in, in the order, because each order has its own particular spirituality in the Church. And and, mm-hmm. and so um, I'm like, well, let's see if this, work, this is what God wants. And, and so after the year of president, I really discerned uh, in cooperation with my spiritual director and um but yeah the Lord was calling me to the diocese and I'm like wow it, well, you definitely are surprising God and never expected to be Dawson priest yeah. after yeah. I've been in religious order. Yeah. And so um and I talked with the bishop about it and I talked with the worker about it and both were in agreement. And so I've done my part on it and okay. now it's just the diocese communicating with the order on, on the canonical level to yes. get better range. Yes. Uh, well, thank you, Father uh, Jeff, for joining us on Real Presence Live this morning. Thank you for listening to your call from God to serve the, the Diocese of Fargo, now currently at uh, St. Uh, John the Evangelist in Grafton, North Dakota. Uh, thank you very much again, Father Jeff uh, uh, Epler from uh, Grafton, North Dakota, for joining us this, this morning. And uh, you have a blessed day and a happy Thanksgiving, Father Jeff. Why, thank you, and you too. God bless you and all the listeners. And God bless you. Up next, it's time for the 10-minute tour. Uh, Later on in the show, Monica Herman on November being a month of Thanksgiving. We are broadcasting live from St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck, North Dakota. Don't go away.